Billy Vaughn is a gold star father of special operations chief Navy SEAL Aaron Vaughn, who gave his life or his life was taken, uh, but he gave it willingly for his country in uh, Afghanistan. He is the author of Betrayed, the shocking true story of extortion, 17, as told by a Navy SEAL's father. And he is now uh, promoting the story and pushing the story and letting all of us know the story of uh, Fallen Angel, the new movie that will shed light on what has really happened, what really happened to his son's helicopter. And uh, folks, uh, I encourage you to hear, listen to what Billy's going to have to say to us. Billy, welcome back to the C.L. Bryant Show. How are you, brother? I'm doing good, Mr. Bryant. How are you doing? I am doing fantastically well. And I want to thank you for coming on uh, with us and be sure to give Karen our love. And Billy, drop that Mr. Bryant stuff. I'm C.L. with you, man. Come on here now. Uh, <laughs> listen, right. Billy, talk right, to Billy. Talk to us from a father's perspective. Uh, what are you feeling uh, when you're watching the images on our televisions now with this Afghanistan debacle? Uh, so, see, you know, I just don't think, uh, I don't know how to say it in the American language. I just don't think we have words strong enough to uh, describe the catastrophic events unfolding in Afghanistan. And, you know, let me just remind folks real quickly, we watched this under the Obama administration when when we lost Iraq. And, uh, you, you know, Karen and I sat home that day, and we went to bed early that night because we could remember in Iraq, Aaron uh, sending us pictures and talking to us from some of the places that fell to ISIS on that day. And, uh, you know, it was just so sad because... Not just him, so many thousands of others had done so much in Iraq and, and thought they were doing the right thing for the Iraqi people and certainly for the American citizens in our way of life. And now as we see here in Afghanistan, a much, much graver picture. We actually see us fleeing the scene after 20 years. I mean, we are fleeing. There's, there's no way to describe, uh, for me, uh, and I believe other Americans, what is taking place here? And, and you know, the thing is, this is not all our war fighters. We have the greatest military the world has ever seen. But what we have is jellyfish, spineless politicians, and a lot of senior military leadership who are politicians uh, who, who, um, who don't have our warriors' backs. And, you know, we have warriors that can go out every night and crush the enemy and, you know, our country still loses the war. And it's is so embarrassing what we have done to the Afghan people. We've given them a country that is not safe to live in. It is so embarrassing. It is uh, what we've done yeah. before the world. I, I just go ahead, CEO. I'm just blabbering on. Uh, you no, go ahead no. Billy, Billy uh, you have every right. And Americans hear him because this administration, the leadership, this was Billy's pointing out to you, the leadership. In this country right now, who is directing our military, it is a national disgrace what is going on here right now. The outrage should be felt by every American. And yes, Billy, there is no worse. Tell us about your new movie that's coming out. Uh, tell us about Fallen Angel. What are you, what's the genesis of it? Uh, what story is it telling? Talk to us. So, so it's not Karen and I's movie. It, it, was, it was done by... 
Carl Horstman with Triple Horse Studios and uh, Stephen Spivey. Uh, they are the producers. But Karen and I are interviewed in the movie, in the film. Just it's a documentary, docudrama, just as uh, our two daughters are, and it is about exposing uh, a lot of the things that were in the cover up. One, one big one, by the way. If anybody saw the the Pentagon press conference yesterday. Uh, with Gary Reed on it there, who didn't seem to have much information about what was going on when asked about the people falling from the aircraft and all that kind of stuff. He works for the Pentagon. I don't know how hard it is for the Pentagon to get information about what's going on on the ground, but it's sure is a sad thing. But he he was the man who testified at the hearing in uh, 2014, February 27, 2014, who said there was no black box on extortion one seven, even though General Bradley Colt, uh, the helicopter expert who led the investigation, said the black box was washed away in the flood. The Pentagon said the, uh, that it was washed away in the flood. They carried that narrative for three years. The Pathfinder commander said it was the only helicopter they hadn't got a black box off of in all the crashes in Afghanistan. And, uh, uh, but Reed said, and then Reed comes out that day and says, well, there was no black box on it. Well, in this documentary, there will be two pilots testifying, witnessing, who flew Extortion 17 at different times, and both of them will talk about the black box that was on that chopper. One of them, within a week of the time it was shot down, talks about the black box. The and black box was taken. And Extortion and, uh, 1-7, and, for those of you who don't know, Extortion 1-7 is the chopper that Aaron Vaughn was being transported in when it went down. And there is a cloud, Americans, there is a cloud around this. And Fallen Angel is the movie we hope will expose that. Billy, let me ask you this. How do we get to this point in Afghanistan? How do we get here? How do we get this? Yeah, so... You know, this is, you know, see, I imagine you think exactly the same way I do on this. This is bigger and worse than I ever thought. But watching what happened in the eight years of the Obama-Biden administration in Afghanistan and the way it was going and the way that we refused to let our warriors win, uh, we we lost the war before this week. But the way that we have left this is unimaginable but but you know we tied the hands of our war fighters we saw the death rates skyrockets we had we had the the uh uh strategy of winning hearts and minds and that's what we were told that's what we were told by admiral robert harward when uh they debriefed us in in uh virginia beach on at uh, little creek base in october 2011 the strategy that we wanted to use was to win the enemy's hearts and minds. Well, we see today how that's working out. We see exactly today how that's working out, how it's working out for Afghans people, for, Af- for Afghan people, for for women, for anybody, anybody that blood and treasure from the United States was shed for over in Afghanistan. We see how this is working out for them. And we got there. We got there because of political correctness, which, by the way, comes from Marxism. And we got there by using Islamic uh, uh, advisors. Can you imagine in World War II if we used Nazi advisors to tell us how to fight the war, <laughs> how we ended up in World War II? That's, well, that's what we've done in Afghanistan. We've let the, uh, the Islamists tell us how to fight the war, how to reach out 
uh, to the Taliban, and we see where it's gotten us. And uh, I, 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 one yeah. thing, CL, that people need to understand, this is not just Afghanistan. Folks, I'm telling you right now, this president, his administration, will not protect the American people. We're already hearing today now that the threat for terrorism is bigger. Do not expect these, this administration to protect us against anything. What you do expect is for them to insult anybody who questions them, for them to blame somebody else. And can you believe Biden yesterday insulting the Afghan people and uh, not taking any responsibility on their own? Folks, we're on our own in this country till we get rid of this administration. Billy, that is the remedy for uh, what's going on. We, get, we, we have to take the reins of our power. We lend them our power. And, we, and, and listen, David Copperfield, the greatest magician that I've ever seen on, in Las Vegas, he could not have deceived uh, people looking at him as much as we have been deceived by these folks who are in Washington, D.C., the blinders are being taken off by people like Billy Vaughn, Karen Vaughn. Red State Talk Radio is the largest talk platform in the country. Tune us in every day. And let me tell you something. You had better wake up or America will go away. And if she goes away, she ain't coming back. Okay? So this right. is our last dish effort. Go ahead, Billy. No, you're right. I was just agreeing with you. Sorry, buddy. You, you are so right. I mean, this is it, man. Uh, this this is it. Uh, uh, there's no place to go if we lose America. And, uh, and with the leadership that we have, they're betraying us. They're feeding us an excrement sandwich and, uh, and and telling us it's prime rib. And then if we don't like it, you know, it's our fault. And, and you know, we just uh, we, we, we've got to take the reins back. It's, it has to be done. There's too much been spent, too much blood. A treasure been spent for this country for us to let it go. Away. Amen to that. And he wrote a book. It's called Betrayed, the shocking true story of extortion 1-7 as told by a father. Billy, that word betrayed. And that, before we get to, uh, after we get through, through this, uh, be, the, you telling us about uh, your book that you have written. You also, you and Karen uh, and many uh, warfighter fathers and mothers that I talked to around the country, they use the term war fighter. Is our nation being taken over by uh, people who are social workers and don't understand the warrior mentality that it takes to maintain a nation, to keep us safe from the enemies outside? Don't they understand what is necessary in, in any nation for it to remain secure as a war fighter? Talk to us about that word. Well, Okay, see, oh, that's an excellent point. And, you know, um, I'm a believer, and uh, and you are, and, and you know, we, we see a lot of times words get words get changed, words become meaning memor- uh, many different things, and it's kind of, kind of that way. That's why I said I'm a believer. Yes, I'm a Christian believer. Amen. But, uh, you know, you see, a lo- you, you see a lot of people uh, today that, uh, that, generally call themselves such and such, one being Christians, and I, and I, I don't want to get into that, but it's become a general word. And, and so I specify when somebody asks me about that, what that means to me to be a Christian, and it means that I believe, uh, you know, in the saving power of Jesus Christ, and, and that's where my salvation comes from. That's specific. That is specific. I wasn't born a Christian. I'm, I don't, you know, it's not that I live in a Christian country or anything. It's personal to me. So, so, what has happened with the warrior and the war fighter? You hear the, 
the country today describing all kinds of people as warriors. There are warriors for so many different causes. There are people who are called warriors that don't have anything to do with fighting on the battlefield uh, and with, you know, risking their lives out there. So uh, a lot of people in, in the military community and, and in, in our, you know, it just, we've become specific about that. When you talk about a warfighter, that's a man who's, or a woman who's going out in the dark and, and they're facing the enemy and they're fighting the enemy in, in a violent way, in, in, a, in a violent way, not, you know, not on the Internet, not down in the basement, not or anything else, else like this. There is violence taking place so that we can sleep peacefully in our beds at night. And uh, that's that's how I describe a warfighter. And by the way, Aaron was one of those before he came, became a SEAL. It was in his heart, in his blood, and, and, and uh, he became a SEAL. Uh, when he be- became a SEAL, he began to put that into practice what he really was uh, as a boy growing up. And so that's what we mean by warfighter, at least me. And all of you around the country, around the globe, who's listening to this show, and we thank all of you for coming along with us over the largest talk platform in America, Red State Talk Radio Daily. You are hearing exactly where Aaron Vaughn got that warrior spirit. And, hey, you've heard Karen on here many times as well. You know where he got it from just listening to his dad. Hey, you know what? You wrote the book, Betrayed, from what you've just told us. There's no doubt that you must feel that way. All of us do. But you must feel it really, really close because you, you gave the last, your son gave the last full measure of devotion to his nation, and you lost your son. So tell us about that feeling of betrayal. Well, actually, you know, in, in, now here's what I'd say real quickly. Right now, with what's happened in Afghanistan, I believe we've all been betrayed. I believe any citizen... Any veteran that loves this country uh, has been betrayed by by politician generals and admirals, by politicians on both sides of the aisle who have used this as a political football for 20 years. I believe we've been betrayed. But but the book is the betrayal of the men on Extortion 17 that night. Uh, you know, these men, SEALs, Navy SEALs, they do what they do because they've been trained to be the best. And, uh, you know, I've... I've uh, and they've been equipped to be the best. And they they were given ways and means to fight so that even though what they did was probably the most dangerous that any of our warfighters do, uh, we didn't lose too many of them because of the way they, they took the fight to the enemy. But because of the rules of engagement, because of the ways that uh, politician generals and admirals went along with it, we actually betrayed those warfighters that night, and not just them, by the way. Many, many thousands others in Afghanistan were betrayed by the people in high places who were sworn by the Constitution to have their backs and who they depended on to have their backs. I asked Aaron one time, I said, son, how do you do what you do? He said, Dad, they won't let me die. Well, they did. They did. They did let them die that night because they didn't give the people who had the air support that night, the opportunity to take out the enemy before the chopper came in. So they did let them die by not allowing our warfighters to defend themselves and defend others. And, and you know, I'll tell you, CEO, I believe, this is an opinion just coming from an American citizen, I believe that's one reason why we have such a high suicide rate among our veterans in this country today 
is because they saw so much war and so much they could have done for the brothers and sisters, but politicians held them back and wouldn't let them do it. You know, Billy, I want to switch, uh, uh, not really switch topics, but blend blend this into our conversation. You pointed out, uh, rightly so, that both of us are believers uh, in the, the saving power of, of Jesus Christ. His blood uh, shed for us, and uh, the only thing you have to do is receive it. Many people, I want you to elaborate again and, and, and expand upon that even. Many people don't understand that uh God uh, has always uh, shown that he wants his nation, Israel, uh, defended. And America being a Judeo-Christian nation, God wants this nation defended as well. But there are some who, who, who have problems with the way you and I think about defending our nation. You put it so great that we, we must have men and women who go out in the dark of night to defend our rights. Billy, go ahead and elaborate on that for us a little bit further, if you will. Yeah, so so uh, I'll give you an, uh, an example of when, when Aaron was alive and Aaron was, was uh, a Navy SEAL, and, and, and if you might say he was, he was, an, he was an extreme warfighter, the Navy SEALs, and, and uh, my son-in-law and my oldest daughter were actually worship leaders in our church. And, you know, uh, God's kingdom... The Christian kingdom absolutely has both, both, both extremes, because, you know, one is not complete without the other. The kingdom is not complete. And I believe I believe the Lord showed that, as you mentioned a while ago, in the nation of Israel with King David. Uh, you know, there God said he was a man after his own heart. I, you may uh, show me where I'm wrong, but I, I don't believe that the Lord ever said that about anything else in his word. Yet, if we read the Bible at all, or if we listen to Bible stories, we know how fierce a warrior that King David was and, and what he did for the nation of Israel. So um, our God, I believe, I'm not a theologian, but I believe our God requires of us all things from one end of the, one end of the, the spectrum to bowing and down to him in worship all the way to the other end uh, in defending those who are innocent, those who cannot defend themselves against evil. Because we know that evil ultimately comes from Satan. And it comes from wickedness in high places. And, uh, but it, but it, is, it is carried out on earth through uh, wicked men and women, and it has to be dealt with. And, you know, I, I mean, I don't know any other way to say it, uh, that if we allow it, we'll be overrun by evil. I mean, if you look even at things like abortion and things like that, that, that we as the church have uh, not stood strongly against in the beginning. And look where we are now. Just look where we are with that. Um, we've been passive against it, so to speak. And uh, if, if we're passive against all things, all evil will take us over. I know I'm, I know I'm going everywhere. No, I'm no, at, no. But, uh, you're yeah, absolutely right uh, because what you're saying, Billy, I, I totally agree with you. What what uh, you're saying is look look around you, folks. Look at your streets in America. You don't have to look at the chaos that's going on in Afghanistan. Look at the people who are smashing windows and robbing stuff, going in live in broad daylight and taking things out of stores in America. Look around you. There has to be law. There has to be order. And I think it's Romans 13 that tells us that there must be 
law. All power is given from above. It's given law and order, and it has to be maintained. Aaron Vaughn gave his life. And, And yes, there was a betrayal of those men, and the stories are not being told straight about what happened to those men. There was a betrayal, and and yes, Billy's right. All of us are being betrayed by what's going on in Afghanistan. You're being betrayed by what's going on in the streets of America. Wake up. Billy Vaughn, I want to thank you, man, for everything that you do. And and one last question for you. I've asked uh, nearly everybody has been on the show, Hannity, everybody. In fact, I hear you going on, Hannity, tonight. You tell you tell Sean, you tell Linda. No, on, the, Sean, on the radio. You yeah, tell, you tell Linda, when, you, when, you, when Linda brings you on, you tell her that, ha-ha, CL got him first. I go, I go on often. And, uh, <laughs> I'll tell her. Uh, but I'm going to tell her you told me. Tell her to tell her. <laughs> but, uh, oh, y'all tune in to my good friend, Sean Hannity. And as you know, I'm, 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 a, regu- I'm a regular on Sean. Mike's going to be on with uh-huh. Sean uh, here today. Tell us, uh, Mike, your, about Legacy. When uh, you and Karen are sitting there rocking in the great state of Florida, where I have joined you now, I'm up, up beach from you just a little bit. I'll, I'll yeah, talk to you. Oh, okay. Yeah, the Republic. Okay. Yeah. The Republic of Florida. Yes, indeed. Indeed. The Republic yes, of indeed. Florida. Yeah. yes, indeed. So when y'all are sitting there rocking and looking off into the sunset, reflecting back on your life, tell us about Legacy. What would you want us to say about the work that the two of you and that you have done? Well, so... Um, let me just tell you quickly, that gives me an opportunity to tell you about Operation 300. Our family started that organization. Actually, it was my oldest daughter's vision, and uh, she and I co-founded Operation 300. Uh, and it's in, in, obviously in the honor of uh, Aaron Vaughn. And uh, we bring in little boys and little girls, and we do uh, extreme adventure camps for them uh, where, they're, where they uh, are paired with a male mentor who does things with them their dad would have done, fish, uh, shoot. Sale, uh, archery, camp, and stuff like that. And uh, we bring kids in from all over the country at no expense. All over the country at no expense. And uh, uh, we do those camps with 30 to 40 kids at a time. And uh, we're doing four camps this year. We, we were doing seven before COVID. But that is one thing. That's in, that's in Aaron's honor. And, and it is also to honor the little boys, little girls, and the widows who had no decision in what happened with their uh, husbands or wives in, in many ways, and, and to, to honor those Gold Star children and Gold Star families. Now, folks, and, I want uh, you to know thing, this. They're, they're, folks, uh, I want you to know this. That's not, that's not a cost to the children that's coming, but there is a cost somewhere. Uh, and I need you to yeah. tell us how yeah, to sure. help uh, you. I need you to tell us how you've you got a large audience now. You need to tell us how to help you okay. uh, help them. Okay, so uh, things that we're always looking for in Operation 300 are two things. We're looking for, obviously, money and volunteers. You can go to Operation300.com. You can see how to become a volunteer at Operation 300. Just because you are a woman, I said it was men, but we, you know, CL, nothing can run without women. Nothing That's right. Nothing can work without That's right. women. Amen. We have tons of women volunteers who do their part, and, uh, and then, obviously, we have a place there where you can donate on Operation 300. And, and, but before you do, you go and look at the information that we have, why it was founded, what we do, and, and those kind of things, because uh, uh, we take it very seriously that we operate with integrity. And, um, and so that, that's that. The other thing is this, is um, we have a name to honor, and that is the name 
that my family gave me, the Vaughn name that's been passed down uh, to my kids and, and uh, especially our, our son who's gone on to be with the Lord. So in everything that Karen and I do, and, I, and you know, I know we fail miserably. First of all, we want to honor Jesus. We want to honor God who, by the way, loved my son more than I ever could. He loved him more than I'm ever capable of. And I trust that and I believe that. And uh, we want to honor our family and honor our country. And those are the three things Aaron lived for, too. Uh, God, family, and country. And, you know, I believe uh, if we as Americans can, can do those things, God can bless our country, you know. What a legacy uh, to leave behind. And, uh, uh, Billy, I want to say continue to fight the good fight. I want to thank you for coming on. Michelle, uh, we got to have Billy on uh, as this thing uh, progresses uh, in Afghanistan, and I definitely want to pr- promote the film, put it up on our site as well, and sh- um, uh, get. let's see if we, Scott can put it up on Red State uh, site, and let's see if we can promote uh, this film as well. And uh, thank you so much for the work that you and Karen do, and thank you. Uh, I can't. I don't have the words, Billy, to thank you for the sacrifice that your family has made. God bless well, you and God keep you. Bill, thank you. You're doing quite a fight yourself, and uh, you know Karen and I, and uh, uh, tens and tens and thousands more appreciate the work you do every day, Phil. So God bless you. you. God bless. God bless you and keep you. I'll talk to you soon.